Hi friends, how was your Christmas? I don't know about you, but I am so pumped for some of the goals that I have for 2024 and I'm just ready to jump in. Like I am not waiting for the ball to drop. I already have plans and I am putting them into motion. But there is one mistake that I see people make time and time again when they are considering their financial goals for the new year. So we're going to cover that on today's episode. I'm also going to walk you through my personal goal setting process. So if you're not even sure where to begin with this, feel free to borrow what I do and the questions that I ask myself when I am looking ahead to the overall vision that I have for the new year. So I hope you're ready, guys. I feel like this time is where I flip into strategic, no-nonsense Krista. So I am bringing it today. All right, let's get started. Hey, friend. Welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee, it's time to dive in. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a quick shout out to just one of the many reviews that we have gotten for the Money Mindful Moms podcast over on Apple Podcasts. So K with a K said, I have now listened to every episode and I will say it's worth your time to do the same. Each episode is short and easy to listen to while driving to work, going for a walk, or relaxing on the couch. I fully appreciate her honesty, her advice, and non-judgmental attitude when it comes to the topic of debt. I am a working mom with a mountain of debt in front of me, but I know that with consistency and the right attitude, I'll get to where I need to be financially. Thanks, girl. And that was from Kay from Canada. So how cool to see that our podcast is growing in Canada too. Kay, thank you so much for your thoughtful review of the podcast. I am so happy to hear that you have listened to every single episode and that you're actually using what you're learning from this podcast as you are continuing on your own debt payoff journey. I have absolutely no doubt that 2024 is going to bring massive progress towards your goals and I am in your corner and rooting for you. You guys, if you have not yet left a review just like Kay did, I would love for you to take 30 seconds right now to do so over on Apple Podcasts or honestly, wherever you're listening from, leaving a review is so, so appreciated. If you go to my show's homepage and then you just scroll down on Apple Podcasts, you're going to see in tiny purple writing where it says, write a review. The way this whole podcasting thing works is the more ratings and reviews, the more Apple pushes my show out to other moms who are searching for things like how to pay off debt or money saving tips for moms. So I would be honored if you would do that to ensure that as many moms as possible know that this resource is available when they are in the trenches of paying off debt and raising kids. All right, so 
Let's talk New Year's. I am a firm believer in the power of some reflection time and some goal setting. I know that it can be hard when you've got little kids running around to shut yourself in your room for some undistracted time, but I highly encourage you to find the time this week to do this. And it doesn't have to be this sort of beautiful, perfect, idealistic, goal-setting retreat where you go to the mountains for a silent retreat for a week and then God shines down from the heavens to tell you what you need to do this year. If it is like that for you, that sounds amazing and I want you to tell me all about that. Uh, A couple of years ago, though, mine would have looked like a notebook and pen while I was nap-trapped with a baby on me and my goals would have been really modest, like go for a walk three times a week or listen to one audiobook a month and shower at least three times a week. That was the season of life that I was in with a newborn and the winds truly felt small but mighty, I guess you could say. Um, You might be there right now too and if you are, I want you to know that those goals are absolutely valuable. You do not have to be reaching for a six-figure business goal or running a marathon for it to matter. It all matters if it makes you feel like you are thriving in your current season. I do want to share with you what my process will look like this year. I actually did this for the first time last year because I was finally able to sneak away for a few hours without a baby attached to me. And honestly, I decided that day that this was officially a new tradition for me at the end of a year. I know that it's going to continue to grow and I have a vision for it to one day be an actual retreat where I can invite all of you to come and we're going to dive into this process together. Doesn't that sound amazing? I cannot wait for that day. But here's what I did for the first time last year, and I'll do again this year. Uh, I blocked out a few hours. This year, I will probably try to make it at least a half day. I made sure that it was a day that my husband was off of work so that he could watch the kids, and I went out to my favorite coffee shop with my brand new planner. Y'all know, if you know, you know, there's nothing like a brand new fresh planner. And I sat and allowed myself to dream and to plan and to goal set without feeling rushed while I sipped on my favorite coffee. After that, I went to a bookstore and I picked out a new devotional that I was going to use for the year. I treated myself to a quiet lunch alone. And to my fellow introverts, does a lunch alone not sound amazing? And then I finished with treating myself to a massage. You might like some of those ideas. You might not. Or maybe they're just not feasible to you in this season of life. And that is totally okay. What I want you to take away from it is quiet time and space for you to think and reflect and plan. That's really what the heart of this process is about. So before we jump into planning for the new year, though, one thing that you want to do first is reflect on this year, right? On 2023. We can't know what to focus on for next year if we don't know what worked this year and what didn't work this year. So a few questions that you can ask yourself during the reflection process are, number one, What did you love about this year? What did you do well this year? So what did you love about this year? And part two of that would be, what did you do well? Like, what's the positives? 
Number two, what goals did you miss this year and why? Why did you miss them? Did you miss them because it was one of those, you know, New Year's resolutions that you were excited about for two weeks and then just completely abandoned? Did you not have support systems in place? Like, why why did it not happen? Because if we're going to go for it again this year, we want to make sure that we address that, right? The third thing is, are you in the same place this time of year as you were last year? And part two of that would be, are you okay with that? And the answer might be yes, and that's okay. So are you in the same place this time of year as you were last year? So December of 2023, are you in exactly the same place as December of 2022? And for some of you, merely surviving this year feels like a win. And so that the, your answer to that might be yes, and that's okay. But for some of you, you might be feeling like almost physically ill, like sick to your stomach that maybe your physical health is exactly the same as it was last year when you wanted it to change, your financial goals, whatever that might be. And number four is if you want to be in a different place this time next year, what has to happen? What do you have in place to make that happen? So just like we've talked about before, if we want a different result, we have to have a different action, right? So what has to be in place in order for you to be able to make this happen this year? And that last question brings me to sharing one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when they're planning out their financial goals for the upcoming year. So they declare an outcome that they want to see happen. Maybe their goal is to be debt-free or to pay for a vacation in cash or to grow a business maybe to a certain income level. But what they don't do, which is the most important part, is to really do a deep dive into what has to happen for them to achieve that. So let me give you an example from one of my own personal goals. I am turning 40 in July, and one of my biggest goals is to have all of my credit card debt paid off by then. If I were to just declare that I want to be debt-free by 40 and then just leave it at that, I would be setting myself up to fail because I'm not taking the next most important step, which is to figure out exactly how I can make that happen. And if you want to go back, you can listen to our debt story um, that I shared several episodes back. And basically the short version is we accumulated a lot of debt over several years and we have intentionally been paying it off slowly because we've made decisions that have meant that our income would be lower, but we had more time together, which was more important to us. So what that meant for us was that it was going to be a very slow burn to pay this off. And so I am so ready to be done with this credit card debt portion and move forward. Uh, But like I said, it's been very slow. So I need to know exactly what has to happen in order for debt free by 40 or credit card debt free by 40 to become a reality. So 
I need to backtrack and figure out exactly how much I have to put towards my debt each month, right? And for us, since our budget is already so tight, in order for me to do that, I know that I need to grow my business. So I planned out how much I need to generate from my businesses to make that happen. I then planned out what my strategy was going to be to grow those businesses to generate that extra income. Like how will I grow the number of students in the overflow program? How will I increase my revenue in my other businesses? I even took it so far as to ask myself what support I need in place to make that activity happen. Because the definition of insanity is to do the same thing that you've always done and expect different results, right? So if I want these new results, what kind of support do I need in terms of childcare? What about systems at home so that I'm not wasting any precious time? What courses do I need to take that will cut down on the time that it takes me to accomplish this? Like, I don't have time to scour the internet trying to piece together a strategy. It is 100% 100 worth it to invest in a course from someone who is a few steps ahead of me doing the exact thing that I want to do so that I can get there faster and with much fewer bumps and setbacks along the way, right? Can you see how simply declaring some things that you want, it doesn't quite cut it when it comes to an effective goal setting session. I want you to walk away feeling confident that this year is going to bring the results that you desire. Not just this fun exercise where we dream for a couple of hours and then we just jump right back into our current reality. And you guys, I have the best news. If you have the goal to finally get your debt paid off for good this year or to finally feel like a big kid when it comes to your finances, you wear a lot of hats. I know that. You are the one who keeps everything afloat at work and at home, and you're wondering why you just haven't been able to add the financial piece of the puzzle to your list of strengths. And I'll tell you why. Your financial goals are currently on a very long to-do list, smack dab in the middle of finally dropping off that bag of clothes to donate that's been in your trunk for a month rolling around back there, and sandwiched in between that and scheduling dentist appointments for all of your kids. Am I right? You guys, this is the year that you take your financial goals off of the bottom of your very long to-do list and you bring it right to the top because it matters way too much to keep putting this off year after year. The Overflow Program is an eight-week group coaching program that gives you a framework to create a debt payoff plan with a timeline. What that means for you is that in eight weeks, you can be well on your way to becoming debt-free once and for all. And the real value to you is that this time next year, your excess or your overflow could be going to a college fund for your kids instead of being wasted on debt payments and interest. You know, when I met with my client, Christy, for the first time, She went through the overflow program and she told me that her goal was to be able to save for a down payment for a house because her oldest was getting ready to go off to college and she wanted him to have a home base to come back to on the breaks. And 
in a little less than a year, she was able to do just that and they bought a house. Being able to spend money on what you value most is really what you want, right? Now, the next round of the Overflow program will be open for enrollment starting on January 2nd, but you don't have to wait. If you are all in and you know it, I want you to head to the link in the show notes right now and put your name on the first to know list. We will be sending out registration links to anyone on that list first thing once registration is open, and we may just be sending you a little bonus to give you something to focus on, a little head start, if you will, while you are waiting for us to officially begin. So head over to the show notes right now. Get your name added to the list. 2024 better take cover, you guys. There is something in the air right now. I am telling you. Okay. All right. That wraps up today's episode. I will see you back here in just a couple of days for the next one. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really is the best way that you can say thank you. And while you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag me in it because I would love to hear from you. It really is the best way that we can get the word out to other moms who could use some encouragement. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.